Hello, welcome to Soberish, the wet, hot, masculine death podcast. This is Jessa, your host. I'm alone on this episode. Um, trying to figure out a way to get all my favorite guests on without seeing them in person, which would be impossible because we're in different states. And all of the software to do that kind of sucks. So I think I just found the best one. Today I hope to record with Elise and Lola and um, Noah. I don't know what's going on the main podcast and what's going on Patreon. I'm trying to get like at least like three extra episodes up on each Every month that we're in this, this is going to be an energy update. Feel free not to listen to this fucking podcast if you don't believe in this sort of thing. Feel free not to listen to it if you think I'm a piece of shit. That's also an option. Um, We don't have to hang out together. That's always an option. I have a few things to go over. Some are pretty woo, some are not. I did want to kind of talk about what is woo and what is not or what is ascension and what is not because I think something that gets missed is we get so uh, caught up in this higher dimensional galactic being shit that then we don't want to do the work right we don't want to do the actual work which is a lot of 3d programming because if you want to go hang out in the higher dimensions permanently if you want to sustain that to where we all collectively get to live like that there's a lot of work that needs to be done there's a lot of processing that needs to be done and that processing has to do with shit like attachment systems fears of lack Uh, next year it's going to be a lot of stuff about the physical body disease health what we eat you know and the podcast is going to be about whatever we're processing and next year we're going to be talking about food and sustainability and, and, and gardening and herbs and medicine and everything else. Like we're going to be talking about whatever we're, we're working on here. Right now 5D is about unconditional love and we're, uh, we're trying to unpack that. And a lot of that stuff is just this heavy ass trauma shit that it feels like we keep tackling and then it's like oh here's another layer of my fear of being unwanted or my fear of rejection or something that I project onto other people and so um you know I feel like in the fall we got to talk a lot about this this moment right we got to predict a lot of stuff there was a lot of higher dimensional shit and now that we're all locked in our houses everyone's being forced to kind of work through some of this programming. Some of you are just having fun. I'm like doing readings is interesting to listen to people who were really heavy getting their asses kicked in the fall are now like, I'm kind of kicking back, you know, because for those of us that have been in the awakening process, we've been locked in our houses doing this shit for fucking years at this point. So that part's not too different. But there is a lot of stuff that we're learning about. I recorded an episode about boundaries the other day when I recorded The Gods Are Lonely. And I haven't released it yet. I think I might release it on Patreon because I just felt like I don't get too heavy with all of the, the mental health stuff. But the mental health stuff is a big fucking part of this process. Like abundance exists when people are like, I haven't been able to hack abundance. It's like abundance exists. It's your programming that's standing in the way. Unconditional love, healthy relationships, uh, freedom, the job that you want. Everything exists already. It's just your limiting beliefs. And that's not like a, like our fucking hour, believe me. Um, that's not a, like a, a judgment or a value judgment. That is just like, that's the brush that we have to clear out to get to the things that we want. And it's interesting that we're separated right now. It's interesting that we're separated for a few fucking reasons. I'm going to get into some of those, but it's interesting that we're separated because a lot of what holds us back from what we actually want is our attachment to other people's perception of us and the timeline that we have chosen and who we are and we get really confused by the character that we're playing in other people's lives and this is a huge obstacle for me and um it's it's interesting that we are separated yet somehow very tuned into into this but it's easier kind of 
when we're taken out of each other's lives to kind of sort out like how much of this shit am I doing to perform for other people? How many things am I doing that I don't want to do because I don't want to look like the bad guy? You know, we got into that a little bit on the villain. That's a difficult one. I was working through something in the fall where I'm just doing something I don't want to do. I'm like have someone in my life that I don't want to have in my life and I'm, you know, in the capacity that they're in my life and I'm not being honest about it. And I'm saying I'm not being honest, like I'm not, I'm not doing that because I'm like, well, I can't do that. That would make me a bad person. But that's not, like, if I'm being on, if we're being truly authentic about why we do the things that we do, a lot of times it's because we don't want to look like the bad guy. You don't want to look like the bad guy. You don't want other people to point their perception at you and be like, that person's bad. That person's selfish. That person only cares about themselves, whatever. But the truth is that we are, we are, not doing the things that we want to do because we are worried about what people think about us, which, you know, isn't exactly uh, not selfish. So um, that kind of takes me into what I want to talk about as far as what's happening with the collapse of society. I haven't gotten too far into this part because it's ch- it's changing so fast. It actually is kind of starting to stabilize. But for that first couple weeks, and by first couple weeks, I would say since the tower came out, we hop timelines so fast. And I don't know if you guys could feel this or not, but like I would wake up in the morning and like perceive the timeline that I'm on. And I'm like, oh, okay. Capitalism is going to collapse quickly and we're going to be forced to be a socialist society. And, you know, it was just obvious that that there was one whole day where like Trump was a good guy. I don't know if you guys noticed that. That probably, that is an option. Like every timeline is an option. Not that he was always a good guy, but that, and I don't have a ton of like, Trump attachments, but I also don't think that he's working with uh, some secret thing to take out the whatever. I mean, you guys believe whatever you want, but um, nobody's that good of an actor. But there was a day where he had like softened and was like logical and whatever. It was not even a whole day, I don't think. But um, and please don't come at me with your your uh, intense Trump attachments because I I am feigning interest in in the subject of Trump. I I could not fucking uh, care less, but he was like, could be the good guy. And I saw this and I thought about this and I was like, what a fucking plot twist. And the aliens were like, there is absolutely a timeline where y'all could make him become the good guy and actually would be the most efficient timeline to, um, to getting to the reality that you want. Like he would, he could be the quickest collapse. Not that that's already the character that he is, but he could be the quickest collapse and y'all are too attached to him being the villain to ever let that happen. And I thought about that and I'm like, God, that is fucking interesting. Who cares about Trump? But in our personal lives, um, cause the rules are, and this is for people who are experiencing these intense loops in your personal life, which I have been, is that nobody outside of you can do anything to like the characters that people are playing and put aside the big traumatic things that like, uh, we got into in the last podcast. Well, let's say somebody is, um, there are a lot of people like dying their masculine energetic death at me. You know, I, I've never been like, had so many people like mad at me. And these are people in my personal life, not the other stuff. And um, I can get into the, like defending myself or get into the conflict or getting into the whatever. And I'm watching it happen. Like everyone's in some, a lot of people are in some form of this. And a lot of people are, are in intense loops, that karmic washing machine that we talked about where your worst nightmare is playing out. And from what I can tell, now that we are in a position where we are creating our reality outside of the confinement of karma which karma had some at least structure to it you were just kind of like a light rail that was like hooked to a track you know and now it's just the thing is just goes wherever the fuck you point your perception and we don't it's like a the the pilot's off the plane and now you have to learn how to fly a plane and it's like we don't it's completely new rules and we don't really know what we're doing so we're hopping from timeline to timeline and from what i can tell when it has taken some form of your own personal hell it is because uh, you've pointed your perception at something. And that's not like you did something wrong. And this is not, I'm not talking like surface level, the secret stuff. I'm talking, finish an idea, Jessa, Jesus Christ. Um, let me back up. I'll back up and start over. 
okay, money's collapsing, fame is collapsing, all of these like fucking asinine power structures are collapsing. We are in the apocalypse. We are in the first becomes the last, the last becomes the first. We are in the restructuring. That's why it feels so fucking wild. That's why that Mercury retrograde where I was like, what is this? And Lacey was like, everyone's buffering. I was like, Jesus Christ, I guess so. So we're kind of free falling right now. And there's all this like in the micro for a lot of us, it's playing out like our worst case scenario in the macro. You can, if you time travel outside of today, you'll freak the fuck out. What's going to happen? Well, we're not going back. Know that we are not going back. There have been entire days where we were going to end up getting put under martial law. Like it was very obvious that's where we were headed. And I was like, yeah, it'd be nice if y'all stopped putting your perception at that. I was really into fighting the uh, powers that be in that reality 20 years ago. I don't really feel like dealing with it right now that I have kids and shit and my joints aren't what they were. Um, so... In reality, in this game, and I'm, I'm trying to like get all the rules put together for the new game, but in this game, perception is the only commodity. It's the only commodity. It's the only thing that's worth anything. It is the spice. It is the gold. It is the whatever. It is everything. Perception is everything. Where you point your perception creates reality. Where large groups of people point their perception creates the collective reality. Now this had to have been understood in some form in the past, but it's clearer now than ever. In the past, the I will not call them the elites, the parasites, the secret government, the people that we kind of hear about in, in mumbles but you don't really see because they are benefiting from the myths that we built around them. They controlled everything that was input into your into your perception. So it used to be very easy to control the masses because we had eight television channels. And then we had like more television channels, but it was like a lot of fiction. But the news was able to be controlled and just the shit that was input. The mainstream was one big thing. Then the internet came and started to break this thing apart and people started to go experience new input, which started to change their perception. And then this thing started to wobble. And then we started to split up a little bit. And then people were assuming that they were all in the same reality, but they were in a bunch of different realities. And the American dream myth was a great way to control the masses. Now, there seems to be like a fear that we're going to end up in like China or something where, where we're not allowed to have anything. Here's the thing that everyone needs to understand. You are the one with the power. You are the one with the perception, especially when there's more than one of you gathered together in a group. You have the power. The only reason that they were able to control China like that is because they controlled the perception of China. And what happened? They started to figure out how to get, and I don't know anything. I'm not going to get too far in this. This is a very like without having a lot of information about how that runs. But from the outside looking in, there's a reason they're not allowed to have the fucking internet is because if they were allowed more information, more perception, if you didn't make them uh, bow down constantly and control every fucking second of their lives, their mind would get free. And their mind, your perception is the only commodity, period. And there is nothing else. Everything else is made up. Money is made up. Power is made up. Fame is made up. Who gives a fuck if these people are billionaires when money doesn't fucking exist anymore? And you know how to make money not exist? You stop believing in it. And what's happening right now? People are stopping believing in it. And you can't like make an entire society broke over the course of a long summer and then think that this society is going to go back to capitalism or that we're going to go back to the Great Depression. We're not going to go back and relive that trauma. We fucking can't. We know better. What has happened over the course of since 2008 is that you had a generation grow up and you couldn't feed them the American dream bullshit. The American dream was bullshit. Just trust me. I'm Generation X. I was here for the fucking cusp. It was bullshit. Y'all would have hated it. Millennials, you would have hated it. Um, so millennials grew up pointing their perception. It was like, well, why are these systems so fucked up? And why are we pretending that racism doesn't exist anymore? This is all like systemically set up to like oppress entire groups of people. And as people started to point their awareness at that and the, and the unfairness and the justice system and everything else, these things started to crack. 
And the only thing holding these things up is as people were pointing their perception and being like, wait a second, this is bullshit because we were tricked into it. China might use like a more like oppressive thing. America uses hypnosis and gaslighting and and just like straight up lies, right? And people buy into it. Most of the people, this phenomenon where people buy into, um, you know, licking the boots of billionaires because they think they're one day going to become billionaires. That's like programming that was fed to us since childhood. That's why they believe that. They believe they're one day going to achieve this. They think they're fighting for their own team. That's because they've been hypnotized into some bullshit. But the more people that wake up, and you don't have to wake up and realize that you're a galactic being. You just have to wake up and be like, wait, this is not this is not my dream. This is not my movie. This is not how I would write it. And you need me, wizard behind the curtain. You need me to believe in this bullshit in order for this shit to fucking exist. And this shit only benefits you. So what happens is this thing starts to crack. This thing starts to crack. I don't know if I've already gone on this rant. I mean, honestly, who the fuck knows? But um, here I go again. You need people to believe in this reality if you want them to create it for you. That's how we've been used as batteries in the matrix. So as people start to say, no, wait, this isn't fair to us. Why are we creating this? And that's with people even realizing that they're creating it. It's just where they're pointing their perception. They don't realize that is your power. You are a God pointing your perception at someone else's bullshit system. You just take your perception away from it and it crumbles. So what happened though is that they they then leaned into this different narrative that we then bought into which was um they have everything and we have nothing. This isn't fair. And this was the thing on the other podcast where I was like we have to we have to frame it different. Like I'm not saying that these things that yes they are unfair, but do not reinforce the power of them when you're saying it's not fair. So I have, if you follow me on Twitter, been attempting to incite some type of civil unrest against the rich. And I've had it like, there's something feigned in it where I'm pointing out how insane it is that people who have a stockpile of money right now aren't just throwing it at the fact that people are dying and people are losing all of their money and shit. Like, it's nuts to me. Like, you have... You have a you have multiple billions of dollars. Where the fuck is it? You're a multi-million dollar celebrity thinking that we want to watch you go live on shut the fuck up. Where's your money? Why aren't you just asking people for what their Venmo is? And I understand uh I understand how capitalism works and it just it seems very obvious to me that like capitalism is collapsing. Here's an opportunity for you not to be a piece of shit before your money is worthless. And, uh, but there's something feigned in it that I've been trying to put my finger on for the last few days where I'm like, I don't really care. Like, ultimately, I think everyone should do whatever they want to do and that everything will just kind of fall into place if everyone truly did what they wanted to do and not out of guilt and not out of obligation and not out of societal, like what society told you to do. And if you've embraced your shadow, if everyone just did that, we would like become this like symbiotic machine but we're in that like difficult phase to get there so I'm like why do I say that but then I judge am I judging them what is this thing that I'm doing because something in it doesn't feel like it's not it's not difficult for me to get fired up and and preachy just because that's kind of my personality but I it doesn't have like something about it feels fake not fake but feigned like the outrage or something. And so I was trying to put my finger on it and it's like, oh, I'm trying to get people fired up. Like there, there is, I am trying to incite some sort of paradigm shift. I think I don't actually like, I do think these people should give their money away. I know they're not going to. Um, but I am trying to change the lens through which we look at billionaires. Like, Stop looking at them as the, as though they are our keepers. They are our owners. They are 1%. Do you have any idea what fucking happens if we end up starving and grieving at the same time and they are only 1%? You're out, man. You're out. It's what a terrible time. Oh, do you have a bunker? You are 1%. You think we can't get in that fucking bunker? Oh, do you have security? How are you going to pay the security when the fucking... Uh, financial system collapses and there's just like I keep wanting to do this I keep wanting to like like shake everybody and be like this is it this is a this is a pivot and we can turn this fucking plane any direction we want take your perception back you're off of the hamster wheel 
this was like a like in September when I was getting all these 60 downloads and I was talking about how do we I can tell you how to create abundance. I can tell you how to tap into abundance. I, it's really hard to do while you're trying to survive. And here's this window of time where a lot of you are in your houses. You're safe. They can't. What are they going to drag you out of your house into the streets? Even if you can't pay your rent, what are they going to fucking do? You have a moment here to change your perception. Stop looking at them like they're our keepers. Stop looking at them like they run the world. Start thinking about the world that we want to create. But also, let's just start, let's take a fucking hammer to this old reality. And I was talking to a friend of mine, Sam, yesterday. I'm going to get her on the podcast. And she said, we were talking about how how fantastic it is that people are turning on celebrity culture. Because these are imbalances. All these imbalances have to go. These people can't be fucking pedestalized. It's cool that you're an artist. I appreciate that. You know who's more important right now? Fucking medical staff. Uh, we don't give a fuck about you getting together to sing Imagine. That's insane. Um... What about the people out there right now risking their lives without PPE? Why are, why are, there's teachers like trying to, like my kids' teachers are so fucking amazing right now. And as you know, I don't love the educational system. I don't, I don't love institutions of any sort, but like here's these teachers in their houses, like figuring out how to teach all these kids. My kids' teacher personally called her the other day, called me to check in. I'm not doing well with homeschooling again at all. And we have these fucking celebrities pedestalized who are making videos from their house, you know, their fucking 20 bedroom house or whatever. It's like these imbalances have to go. And you're like on Twitter, you can just watch it. You can just watch the first become the last, the last become this. There's things being restored back to natural order. And we have to stop. We, we, we hate it. And we keep these fucking... The rich are going to do, they're going to get to have whatever. Fuck that. Money doesn't exist. We can tear this entire system down in this break right now. Um, I am concerned that I don't know. I feel like on the internet, I can't get a good idea of what's happening in like poor communities, you know? And it's like, it's like, we can't physically go there. Um, I am concerned that I'm that I'm mostly being exposed to bubbles of people in privilege who are able to like still pay their internet bill and everything. I'm like, is there, are there, you know, is there violence happening in um, poor communities? I just want to like that pops in my head every time I'm like I'm talking to the people who have the privilege of listening to this podcast while also being aware that it might be very dark and we're not being told what's happening in uh places and um if there's anyone listening to this podcast who is aware of that sort of thing and like send me an email or something because i um as i was trying to figure out what to do with patreon money i was like what about what if there are people who like can't buy fucking groceries but like i like we don't have access to them to like to help that so uh, I know Dan Donahue does a lot of stuff with the with the homeless and has been working with the homeless in this so if that's something that you would like to help with um he is at not bad dan on instagram he's definitely bad dan but i don't um they don't regulate how you get those um those names on instagram anyway your perception is your only commodity uh here is a tremendous opportunity to change the perception The tiny percent of people who have managed to take all of the resources and oppress people, they don't get to stay in that position. Like that position is actually far more vulnerable than you can ever imagine. It's especially vulnerable right now. They feel scared and tiny to me for like, they haven't felt insidious to me for a long time because I just, I can just see the, I can see the programming and it's like, oh, all you have to do like there's power in what people point their perception at, right? And a, an ego version of this is that we always want people outside of us to validate us. And I think that that is like a bastardization of this of this understanding of how reality works, which is you create something and it exists. That can be a fantasy in your head. That can be a piece of art. That can be an entire family. That can be whatever you want. The more people point their perception at it, the bigger of a reality it becomes, the more real it becomes, right? That's why when you get in a fight with somebody and then you feel fucked up, 
uh, when you hear their side, which is real, so is your side, you then like want to get on the phone and call everyone you know and tell them like about your experience so that they can like take your side. That 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 is just kind of be validated, but it makes your reality more real. And what happens with famous people and rich people and people who get a lot of notoriety is that a ton of people point their perception at you, which makes you more real. It makes your reality more real. Then we had social media where we were able to do that on a smaller scale from our home. And I've been thinking a lot about, I've always lived my life completely out loud. And when I was young, I was really obsessed with with controlling the narrative. And it's something I've had to disconnect from. And um, now seeing that perception is the commodity Getting people like getting a lot of attention from people and then using that attention, using that perception, like getting a lot of people to point their perception at me through this podcast, let's say, what is the what is the best thing I could do with that perception is to then use it to be like, hey, here's the keys. Get out of your prison cell. Right. Because then you just have more free people walking around. I don't know if I'm articulating this right. So in the past, we point our perception at celebrities and we're like, oh my God, they're so great. They have so much money. Even when you're like criticizing them, you're criticizing them in a way that empowers them. Like, oh, the rich just keep getting richer and we just keep getting poorer. And you're just giving them more shit with your perception. But if you look at them and say like, oh, you're weak and and I was in an abusive relationship with you and you tore me down and used me to create your reality and now you're running scared because I can just take it from you. I can just take your reality from you. That's the fucking shift. That's the changing the way you perceive the reality. And you can look back at your life and be like, oh, I lived in this experience and I thought it was one thing and I later realized it was another thing. And when I realized that, you made it real. You experienced both things. Like you experienced the thing in the one perception and then when you had a paradigm shift, you then went backwards and experienced another perception. Perception is everything. It's everything. And it is the only commodity in this reality. So make sure that you're not pointing your... That doesn't mean positive thinking. This is the, the thing where people get confused. I'm not saying think positively. I've literally been trying to get people fired up and talk about, talk about eating the rich, talk about tearing them down. That's not the same thing as like, you don't have to project that. You don't have to let it like ruin your day or whatever, but turn these tables, change the balance, change the scales, um, amplify amazing artists, amplify people who have been oppressed, you know, chain, balance the scales. I don't, I don't know how to articulate that any better. There is a person I think in the government. Uh, I only know half of every, like I, I take in a tiny bit of information, but they're like insider trading. There are people in the government who got briefed on COVID and immediately went and had stocks moved, including buying stock in, uh, COVID PPE. I don't know what like stock and what because the shit doesn't fucking exist. But these people need to burn. These people need to not be allowed to be in the government. And all we have to do is like acknowledge that point our perception. You are an awful shitty person and you do not get to be in any kind of power or control. There is you, you person with perception are more powerful than that person. That person lied and cheated and manipulated their way into that position. And then you believed in that position. And that's why they are there. And they don't get to be there if you don't want them there. And we think like, oh, we haven't wanted them there in a long time. But you've constantly, re we, we constantly have reinforced their position the government doesn't have to fucking exist the way that it exists. Money doesn't have to exist. I have said uh, for years now that this thing would collapse almost overnight. And here it is collapsing almost overnight. And keep pushing, guys. Keep pushing. Keep thinking about what we want. We want a trade economy. We want smaller communities uh, of like resonant people. And everybody can just kind of go find their fucking group. 
And, uh, you know, we want a more socialistic, not not government run socialism, I think is not great. But I, I don't know. I don't have it fully fleshed out. You know, I haven't I'm just I'm more um, in the um, demolition department. But um, your perception matters and it matters in your personal life, too. Don't ask reality what it is, because, man, will it serve up your worst fucking nightmare? So if somebody starts asking, acting weird for a second and like you have a loop of being rejected or like abused by people, don't ask reality if they're going to abuse you, man, because they will. Um, everybody is playing the role that you wrote for them. And uh, that's a hard pill to swallow, but it's a very empowering pill if you can force it down. But, you know, I we fall asleep every five minutes right now in this game, too. That's why it's dangerous to spend too much time comparing notes with people from you know that haven't that are only playing in 3d that's not a value judgment everybody gets to play where they want to play but um you know you have a long conversation with someone who's only in the fear-based dichotomy-based reality and you're like you're like oh my god am I nuts Whew, I'm still talking is that insane or what um another thing Im image setting which is creating reality through art I see a lot of people passing around stuff like, oh, they ran a simulation on this. And it's like, yeah, simulations art. everything you create will eventually exist in this reality on one timeline or another. But it seems like mostly this reality. So, yeah, they ran a simulation on a pandemic. Um, there are TV shows or some someone shared in the Soberish Facebook group. There's a TV show just straight up talking about covid in um like 2018 it's like yeah because they created it in art you can find you can find what's happening right now in all kinds of art because art creates reality and if they run a simulation then the simulation creates reality which hammers home my point uh you can write how this story goes through your art it doesn't have to be great art you can write a poem you can make a picture you can do something that represents the collapse of these systems I mean, we're currently on um, a timeline and they keep shifting, but we're currently on a timeline where we don't leave our houses till July, somewhere between July and September. And that there, it, you can't stop the bleeding. Like you cannot stop the bleeding. You cannot render millions of people homeless overnight. It doesn't work for their thing. Like it, the powers that be, it doesn't work for their thing. The government's considering taking a bunch of our rights um, they can't take your mind. I mean, they are working on some ideas to take your mind as well, but I'm telling you, it doesn't feel this way, but you are the one in the power position. Um, all right, this is wild. So if you remember from earlier in the podcast, I talked about like when I first went to alien school, there was three three energies that would um handle this apocalyptic thing right so it was the um arsenal which tear down the old systems i would say that's primarily my energy the image setters which create the new reality through art and i couldn't remember the name of the third group but they were healers and oracles they were like the midwives of the of the process they were the reiki masters the astrologers the tarot readers the intuitive counselors the whatever and i could never remember the third name of that group but i knew they were the healers healers and oracles and the oracles become less future predictors and more kind of like, you know, like the astrologers will just tell you what the current energy is. So you know how to harness it and move it and whatever. So there are people who see through the thing. But I know even for like my readings, they're they're far less, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like fortune telling and more like what do you want? Let's, here's, you know, let's use intuition to figure out how to get it. Let's help you see kind of more big picture. But anyway, I couldn't, I couldn't remember the name of them. And I don't have anything from back then. I don't have, like, I, I walked out of that life with like one binder of paper and, and none of it said what that third group was. And I kind of knew that it would be a synchronicity when I remembered what that was. I knew just from my own experiences that 
in the past with this stuff that at some point I would remember what it was and it would mean something when I remembered what it was. And people have made reference to like, you know, I'm from the third group that Jessica can't remember the name of. And the other thing is like, a lot of us are all three. Like I'm all three. Like obviously I'm not in that third group. Um, I am an image setter. I can use that. I do use that ability to uh, create reality. I am mostly harnessing arsenal energy right now. And so you can be all three. Obviously we won't need arsenal energy forever, but that like hyper aggressive tearing down old systems, it's exhausting. I feel bad for anyone that has to be around me for a long stretch of time because that arsenal energy is very intense. It is like demolition. It is like sacred clown if you don't know what that is. But um, anyway, this is wild. So I knew that one day it would just like come to me in a dream or it would just click and I had racked my brain to remember what it was. And now it's crazy to me that I didn't remember. But um, like a week and a half ago, Jed, who I don't, I don't know if I ever talked about Jed, but Jed was like a soulmate um, for part of my awakening. It's like a platonic soulmate, but we were inseparable. Just this magical piano player. And um, Jed messaged me on Facebook. We haven't talked in years. He messaged me on Facebook and just sent me a picture of a piece of paper he found where I had written out these like channeled messages. They were horoscopes, but not based on astrology, but the people were split up by their sign. And um, it was arsenal and royalty. The healers were called royalty. And then as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh my God, yes. Fucking, of course they were called royalty because the balance systems were completely different. Like the high, like there wasn't really a hierarchy, but if there was a hierarchy, the, the, the highest, like the servants were considered the highest, um, like we, we didn't pedestalize anyone. We don't pedestalize anyone in higher dimensional reality, but the servants are considered, the healers are considered like they're valuable and they are held in high esteem. And so they were called royalty, like them arriving to the planet, like they are the royalty. They are the royal thing and their but their whole existence is about serving humanity. All of us are here to serve humanity. But I like I remember the energy and finding out that they were called royalty and the the way that they were held in like the way they were honored in us coming to earth to do this job. And, um, that sounds insane. Anyway, so I thought it was really interesting that number one, I didn't remember it, but that somebody had a piece of paper with me having written it. And two, that, um, that it happened right now during COVID when, you know, it really is obvious who the fucking royalty is, man. And I'm not saying that no celebrities or no rich people are doing anything. Some of them are, but a lot of them, you can really tap into how fucking tone deaf this is. And we can't blame them. I don't really blame them. This is a societal structure that we set up. Why are they pedestalized? It's like, yeah, I like your art. Cool. I also like the way this teacher fucking takes care of my kid or, you know, this doctor is risking their life. Um, we are all equal and it's insane that we have pedestalized some people and it's not necessarily their fault. You know, the society is not set up in a way that's going to function, um, healthy, you know, all of this like societal systemic oppression of entire groups of people, all of this has to come into balance and that's what we're doing right now. And, um, and then we will honor people whose lives are based on serving and healing other people. So I thought that the royalty thing was really cool. Um, bom, bom, bom. I don't like to do podcasts by myself. Just so you guys know, it feels weird to just talk into a microphone for an hour. Sometimes it's necessary. Um, and I think that this one was definitely necessary, but, um, uh, it feel, I just like, I feel weird and wanted you to know that. Six feet of space. So this is fucking... Well, it's so crazy to think back to all these downloads I was getting in, in the fall when I don't know what they mean, you know? And I kept trying to say them on the podcast and I'm so glad I didn't. Because I think I would... Like, I had an impression of what this stuff meant. And then as it started to happen, I was like, oh, shit. I never really know when I have these visions of, like, the glitter. 
don't know if you guys saw, I'm going to share it on my main Instagram, but I think I shared it on the Soberish Instagram. But that glitter that I was talking about that sticks to everyone, they've been using glitter to describe um, coronavirus. Like they've been using it to describe COVID and the way that like it spreads. And this is it. The other thing that's crazy is some of these like wacky 5D pages that I like barely look at but don't resonate with because they also say a lot of wild shit that doesn't like ring true. But they talked about the great solar flash. And the great solar flash was supposed to be something happening soon that like this energy from the sun comes and um, like changes the entire paradigm, right? And... I googled Corona when this thing first came out because the I, some people had said it meant crown and that's kind of a synchronicity. And when I looked it up, that energy around the sun is called the Corona. And I was like, fuck, what if the great solar flash is the coronavirus, which is it's doing, you know, people are dying and it's very serious, but it's also like completely ch- fundamentally changing this reality in faster than any fucking thing else. These are like, I don't know, interesting synchronicities to think about, not to take away from the actual pain that it's causing in 3D. Um, The six feet thing is interesting because in the fall, I was... I can't remember what I talk about on the podcast and what I talk about in readings because I'd be doing readings all day. I was doing so many readings back then. But I think I would talk about something in readings repeatedly and then talk about it on the podcast. But take up the appropriate amount of space, I know, is something that I was saying constantly because, like, energetically, we all take up like four inches off of our bodies in our aura. And you're supposed to take up like six feet, four to six feet in every direction. And there are things that like impede that. First of all, like I I feel like when people are standing like too close to me, like if I don't know you, I haven't, I haven't willingly exchanged energy with you. I could never tell if this was a PTSD thing or if this was just like energetically, it seems strange to me that we do things like go to bars and then stand inches away from strangers. Music concerts is one thing that I'm like, well, this makes sense because we are sharing this experience. But just like a bar and you have your back to me and you're talking to your friends and I'm talking to my friends, but you're touching my, you're in my aura. It just feels crazy to me. And I hate it. I like, I avoid crowds because to me it's energetically like, this is, this is wild that we're doing this. This is like, we are exchanging energy with people that we're not intentionally exchanging energy with. And when the virus first happened and they first started talking about closing countries off to each other, I had one of these weird flashes of a memory. I haven't been remembering my dreams. That's another thing since the masculine energetic death started. If you don't know what the masculine energetic death means, I don't know. Go back to hindsight 2020, I think. Go back to the things we were saying in December where we predicted a lot of energetically the process that's happening right now. So like the old world is dying this is like unconscious masculine energy. That doesn't mean man, but, um, these systems that were built by unconscious masculine energy are collapsing and, um, learning to take up more space was a big part of it because we have to become more dominant energies. And a lot of people that I was dealing with in readings were like, weren't taking up enough space because they were afraid of being arrogant or afraid of being like they equate that with egomaniacs or um, they don't want to be the bad guy. And a lot of taking up more energetic space comes through things like setting boundaries through saying like, here's what I'm available for. If that's not what this is who I am fundamentally, if that doesn't work for you, then we don't have to do this anymore. But this is what I'm available for and not using like boundaries to hold people hostage or threaten them. But like, you know, here's 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 who I am. Take it or leave it. We don't have to do this anymore. But like, I don't want to do this anymore. And it's OK that I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be here right now. And it's OK that I don't want to be here right now. Or I, I can't be this person for you. And that's all these things are like, OK, like setting boundaries. I don't want to work this job anymore. I don't want to like interact with my abusive parent anymore. And that makes you take up more space because like you're taking up your own real estate. And it's interesting that we're supposed to stay six feet away from each other. 
it's interesting that that's how much room we are supposed to learn to take up. And like a lot of what we're dealing with while we're in our houses right now is working through these things that are about taking up that space from like the mental health level and from the personal like inter interpersonal relationships. Um, so what happened when like we were all sorting through these downloads in the fall without knowing exactly how this was going to play out was um, I just kept getting like, you have to take up more space. You have to take up more space. You have to take up the appropriate amount of space. And then the COVID started and we got kind of separate, like physically separated from each other. And when they first, I first saw a headline about staying in your own country I got a vague memory because I like alien, I've been having crazy alien school dreams for months. So I know like I've been working in the astral plane or whatever in my dreams because you wake up and you like haven't slept, you know, you felt like you've been like at work. And um, I know I've been having those dreams, but haven't been remembering them, but I keep getting like flashes of memories. And one flash of memory I got was something about this DNA activation that was supposed to happen being connected to this. And then another flat, like that there's something about the disease, like everyone gets the disease or something. I don't, that part's a theory, but that something about this activates the DNA for a lot of people, which is that like expanded DNA that makes us stop aging and dying. That's a wild thing that I'll probably edit out. But, um, I won't, I had another one of those when the thing about the country closing, that was, um, I remember being at like a, a table, like a boardroom table and having a conversation that was like, we, everyone has to separate, like we have to keep them all separated. They can't intermingle any energy and so I don't you know there's like higher dimensional things like it was a memory of like the planning of this a little bit which is wild and this goes back to that fucking dark city was that before COVID where I was having all I kept getting flashes of that dark city thing where everyone goes to sleep and while they're asleep these aliens change the entire scenery like that's what we're doing right now for the humans the humans don't even know what the fuck is happening and here's this like higher dimensional energy is changing the entire structure of this reality this has happened a million times here you can look back and be like oh here's this pivotal moment we just didn't know that there was like you know um people intentionally like shifting the way that things are done Anyway, so I was talking to someone doing a reading the other day and she said that she just started to tune into like, you know, higher dimensional stuff in her dreams and um, that something was, sh an alien or something was shouting in her face, stay six feet away from everyone, stay six feet away from everyone. And uh, I can't remember if she said it didn't feel connected to the sickness or if I just thought that, but it clicked in that moment. Oh, shit we're learning how to be full beings and you can't do that on the hamster wheel. You can't do that with everyone else's expectations and their physical energy in your physical energy. Like we are going to walk out of the, these fucking caves, completely different people. And three weeks in, not fun. I got to be honest. I'm not having a great time. Uh, it's actually kind of starting to turn a corner. But man, I did I did not enjoy that first few weeks at all. Um. So yeah, I did a whole episode on boundaries, which kind of gets into that. And like I said, I don't know. I'm going to wait a few episodes to release it. Or I'm going to release it on um, Patreon. But just keep in mind that this, pro like all of it is this process. I know it's like sometimes we want to almost escape into a fantasy of just woo and magic. And it turns into a little bit of spiritual bypassing in that way. As spiritual bypassing is something we just lump everything we don't like. We call it spiritual bypassing. But spiritual bypassing is when, um, you know, we try to sweep the messiness of this process under the rug and just force everything to be positive all the time. And it just is, is not how it happens. Like there is pain, there is suffering, there are, there is 3d processing to be done. 
and um you can't just like vision board your way out of like this is transmutation this is taking lead and turning it into gold that's what we're doing we're taking the fear-based reality and turning it into something that like adapts or is compatible with higher dimensional reality and you cannot jump cut that you cannot click your heels together and be in the new reality we have to do the work to get there so if you have attachment system damage that prevents you from being able to experience unconditional love and you just keep looping on these difficult relationships um, you can't complain that 5d hasn't happened for you yet it's like well you have to transmute your old programming so that it's compatible with unconditional love you can't um, not address the programming, the traumatic lack programming of your childhood and then be like, well, how come I don't have abundance? It's like, well, you have to do this fucking exhausting work on your programming around money in order to get that. And like reality will hand you experiences like a financial loss. And then you take that financial loss is a game is a level that you can beat to get to the next thing. You don't just get to make a vision board and suddenly be rich. Like this is not how these things is transmutation. It's taking one thing and evolving it into another thing. And we have to do that on every level. And so uh, a bunch of this shit is just exhausting mental health work. It's exhausting programming work. It's like, and we don't ever like arrive, I don't think. It's almost like it's more difficult every time you go up a level. So um, sometimes this podcast is going to be about fucking galactic beings, not fucking them. Um, but you can fuck them, I guess, if they're cool with it. Um it's going to be about interdimensional travel and everything else. And then other times it's about, okay, well, we can't travel right now because we are weighed down with a bunch of bullshit. So let's, let's hammer down, you know, this fucking bullshit. And the last few weeks for a lot of us has been heavy, heavy work on the programming that holds us back. So now we are, I hopefully... This is a portal today, by the way. It's a 444 portal. We are going to be able to move into some traveling and, and, and creating cool shit because we've been clearing for a minute. So, but I think we'll get to do some cool shit and then we'll be right back into clearing some bullshit because this is the pivot. This is the path in between the old reality and the new reality. And this is just... Um, what it is. I also want to tell you guys to look up the Atlantean wound. I feel, um, I feel like I don't know enough about the official story on it to get into it, but, um, basically this point in the Ascension is the same point that we were at in Atlantis and Atlantis not being the place, but the era and that there are souls on the planet, higher dimensional souls who travel around and facilitate the um, ascension process of lower dimensional souls. That's not a value judgment. It's an age thing. Think of humans as being thousands of years old and some of us in human bodies, but not the same thing, right? You've had a conversation with a human. They feel like a sim or an NPC. They're just young. It's, it's, it's just you're trying to relate to a three-year-old and it's just different. It just is, and it's no value judgment. But we have traveled around for some godforsaken reason, insanity, drug abuse, I don't know, and helped facilitate these shifts in reality in the past. And if this resonates, cool. If this doesn't resonate, you know, stop listening to my podcast. Um, and as we help facilitate this there is always a risk and it's a game in and of itself right this is a, to to work these ascensions and these ascensions are just basically like these children are ready to graduate to another level so they're re ready to graduate from karma to something where they're creating a little bit more and earth has been called a prison planet a lot of us that listen to this podcast and and, and in this community have experienced earth as something of a prison. So what I got from that mushroom trip in December where I realized that I had this like high dimension abandonment wound, but the sensation that I had growing up as a kid was that I got dropped off on this planet, like that I got left here. And I also believed that I was being watched by the stars. And so plot twist, all of that was true, I guess. 
So whatever happened in Atlantis was something similar. It was this, we were here doing something similar. I don't really know all the details. The mythology of it is that uh, it went bad. And when it went bad, the portals closed, which, you know, I feel insane talking about portals like unironically, but I think the reality might just be that, you know, a lot of the science fiction is actually just our reality and we're waking up to it. But whatever it was, we got stuck. We got stuck on Earth. Half of us got stuck. Half of us got out. I don't know the actual percentages, but now we all kind of have this wound that we don't remember from like past past life where we got we then went to Egypt and then we've been kind of trapped as conscious souls on this planet. And right now, because we are right back at that point. There is some anxiety where it's like, what if we don't pull this off and we get trapped here again? Because Earth went right back into karma at that point because they didn't elevate. So Earth kind of got shut down and we couldn't get out. And um, I know the word, I know the phrase Atlantean wound because I saw an article about it, but I didn't read the article or I tried to read the article. Sometimes when I try to read stuff that I'm supposed to download instead, it just goes want, want, want. And like my brain can't focus on it. But I mentioned this on Patreon the other day and then somebody, I did a reading for someone who read it and it was pretty interesting. She was like, well, they're survivors of it and those people, you know, they have a hard time making a decision because they, they feel like they're going to make the wrong decision. And I know a lot of those people. And then the rest of us have this insane abandonment wound. And right now amongst all of us, there there is like in my dreams or something, there's like an underlying... Um. It doesn't feel set. Like it doesn't feel like higher dimensional energies are working together right now. They feel um, frantic and um, like we're fighting with each other. Like everyone feels like they're fighting with everyone everywhere right now. There's a ton of that like like we are in Aries season. Um, But it might be something to look into because it's something prevalent right now. There's quite like, I feel like there's a lot of higher dimensional energy. That's like, Hey, remember last time we did this, we got fucked up. Why don't we just get out of here? And I think because we don't have physical memories of this stuff and cause it feels kind of insane to talk about that this trauma might be like deep and we're having a hard time finding somewhere to project it. And so it's like, I don't like, I feel restless or hopeless or like um, a, a strange anticipation that I don't know what to do with. My friend Kristen said that she saw like a bunch of pl- either all the planets or a bunch of stars line up like they did in 2012. She said, but they all turned to dust and um, like and fell through the sky or whatever, fell to the ground. And to me, that was just like, oh, this is exactly where we were when Atlantis went to shit. And if you think about it, like when you think from that perspective where it's like, think of that story, even though you don't remember that story and it feels a little bit insane to imagine yourself in Atlantis, um, it resonates. It's like, oh, that is kind of the sensation I have right now. I do kind of feel like I've been here before and I do kind of, I do kind of feel like, you know, if your last relationship was garbage and you're trying to get into a new relationship and you have that like skittishness, I do feel kind of a skittishness. And I do feel um, an anticipation. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't know. I have a million thoughts. I feel like I could do this all day and that's not good for anyone. So I'm going to go ahead and hop off for now. I'm going to be recording podcasts all day and I'll be dropping them in the next couple of days. I don't know. Uh, because I'm dropping them faster and on whatever day, because what is time at this point, definitely there's a chance you've missed some episodes. So I don't really care if you go listen to them or not. But there is just like weird dips in certain episodes to where I um, think there's a possibility that you just didn't know that they came out. Um, but I also think I'm shadow banned whenever people don't like one of my posts. So uh, that could just be my own uh, ego talking. So anyway, if you want a reading, jessery.com. I don't know. I think I'm going to open up some readings. Um, I just feel like they've been bad. Um, 
If you want to follow me, Jess Reed Comedy on Twitter and Instagram, Soberish Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and the Patreon is patreon.com forward slash Jess Reed. <laughs> <laughs>